Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Think Wars. I'm John, and this is my brother, Daniel. Hello. And today we'll be playing our game called Think Wars. The uh, history behind this game is me and my brother would play uh, rock, paper, scissors, and we decided that it wasn't crazy enough. So we created this game called uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors Extreme. And what that game was is anything you can think of will be used as your rock, paper, scissors, and you fight each other to death. Eventually, the game evolved what we will be playing today, which is Think Wars. The rules of the game is anything you can think of can be used, aka science fiction, pop culture references, magic, etc. And the other rule is your goal is to permanently incapacitate the other player. The, uh, but because of this rule, there can be no real winner because a player can always escape. For example, if I trap you in a time loop, the, I can get out by having my past self actually have gone back and changed the laws of time so that when anyone enters the time loop, the time loop is reset, stopped, and time moves forward regularly. Something crazy like that. Um, you cannot say no to some something the other player has said without giving a reason. For example, I use the force to lift a rock. Daniel says you can't use the force because the force doesn't exist. Can't do that. What you can do is say you can't use the force because I placed a gem on the ground that blocks force users. So uh, the other rule is you cannot hide something from the other player if they have a reason to know. For example, Daniel shoots missiles at me from the middle of space. And I tell ask him, hey, where did those missiles launch from? And he says, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Can't do that either, because I can't fight it, I can't do anything to it, and the viewers also don't understand what's going through Daniel's head. So, none of that either. Alright, next up, the overview of the game. We start in a around a one minute intro, which is what we're doing right now, although it has gone on for a lot longer than one minute. Um... And then we ask questions to start, so that way each round has an interesting, each episode has an interesting and unique start. And then, once the player decides to attack from something the other player said, which we'll get into in a few seconds, the game has begun, and it will end after a while, or until the other player has quit. Because, like we said earlier, there can be no winners or losers. So let's get this going. Daniel, any questions? Um, no, not really. Then ask your questions. <laughs> um, I don't really have any questions. Don't have any questions. Okay. Uh, I'll go then. If you could live inside any fruit, vegetable, or food item, what would you live in? Watermelon. Why? Because it would give me the most space. Space. That's what you want. Interesting. Anyway. Um, now you ask a question. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you go? I would probably go into the mountains where it's like high of 80 year round and lows of around 0 to 30 I'm in the winter. not really sure that exists, but okay. Like, decent temperature range in the mountains with lots of trees around. Okay. Okay. 
if you could go to any planet in the solar system, which planet would you go? Oh, wait, did you say solar system or galaxy? Solar system, not Dang. galaxy. <laughs> um, I would... Hmm, that's a tough one. I'm thinking... Hmm, I, don't, I really don't know. I think I would go to Mars. Mars. What if when you landed there, your rocket ship suddenly exploded and you were left there stranded with only uh, potato seeds and a small base? I would reenact that movie called The Marchin' and just wait till help came to rescue me. One sad thing, though, is that Mars wasn't uninhabited. I lived there. <laughs> <laughs> I lived there for a while, talking with my friends, the aliens. This, they exist too. And you're kind of sitting on my front lawn, and I'm not happy about it. Okay. So I set I my front out, lawn on fire. I pull out my shotgun and make it my front lawn. Well, I set your my lawn where you are on fire, so now your base is on fire. Technically, there is no grass or any flammable material on Mars. I made so, It's my lawn. So I've you, made it flammable. You, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, luckily, my spacesuit was fireproof, because I was originally supposed to go to Venus, but I decided Venus was stupid. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Venus is stupid. I lived there, too, for like a week. The aliens told me Mars was significantly better. Better lawns. But uh, your fireproof suit doesn't last because it's not just fire, but frost fire, which is fire that's frozen and still burning. Yes, that's fair. Well, luckily, so I had an energy shield on me that kept me warm. Ah, uh, yes. As well as cold. But Mars has a very special property, after you've been in it a while, in that electronics and energy bend weirdly. So if you have a needle, basically, it steal all your energy and then explode itself. So I just threw a bunch of metal out there, and it absorbed all of your energy shield. But didn't it also absorb all the fire? Oh, that's true. <laughs> so now you're no longer on fire, but you've got no power, and your suit is dead. Yeah, I just pull up my backup generator, mm. a.k.a. pedal power. Ah. While you were pedaling away, you noticed the Earth was moving underneath you. I'm on Mars. Technically, Earth is like dirt, so the Earth... The Mars. The is Mars is moving <laughs> underneath me. Fine, I'll take it. So, the Mars is moving underneath you, and you realize that your pedal power generator is using all of its power moving you, because I stuck a bike under it, and you're going into a crater filled with lava. Okay, well, I luckily get enough power, because I stopped using the pedal power for movement, because I'm already on a bike. So, I uh, use the pedal power to power up a jet pack which launches just enough to get me to the other side of the lava crevice, was it? Crater. Crater. Yeah. Lava, lava crater. Hmm, interesting. Sadly, there was an alien on the side with the blaster ready to shoot you, and I was standing there on the other side of the cr crater ready to blast you. Luckily, I was that kid from E.T., and this apparently turned out to be Elliot, so I'm safe. Oh. He's my homie, bro. That is true, but all of us aliens have been... I mean... The aliens have been brainwashed. Yeah, but the power of friendship. Oh, that is a very strong power. Sadly, the uh, alien on the other side was actually in a disguise and trapped you all along. So once he gained your friendship, he stabbed you in the back. 
Literally and figuratively. Mm. Luckily, my, uh, dang, I, <laughs> uh, luckily all he really did was the knife broke on my armor. Oh, you have armor now. It's a spacesuit, Spartan-style spacesuit. Well, but it wasn't a knife. That was a plasma knife. So now all it really did was get rid of my energy shield. So now I'm, now I'm all like half health. Because um, I, I had like a Spartan spacesuit, that kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. That makes sense. Hit full on Halo over here. Well, sadly, if you're an entire Halo suit, you need energy to move, don't you? So, guess what? That was an EMP zone as well. So now you're stuck there, and the ET, uh, the Spartan, the the Milnir armor, the Halo armor was specifically designed to not have to, or at least mine was, to not be affected by EMP radius. Oh well, then what do the Covenant use? Like energy stuff. Like Fine, they, I blast they, you with don't... energy stuff. Move on. <laughs> Move on, Daniel. <laughs> I eject from my Spartan suit and use my jetpack, which I didn't eject from, to blast off into space. So now you're in space. Sadly, you hit a force field, because I recently put a force field around the planet, and it kind of obliterates anything that touches it, because I hate people on my lawn. <laughs> well, apparently I happened to be holding a fishing rod in front of me, so the fishing rod blew up instead of me. How would you bring a fishing rod to Mars? Anyway. Why wouldn't you bring a fishing rod to Mars? That's also true, I want but to go fishing also with not Elliot. true. Uh, how did you know he was there and did not know I was there? Because why do you think I went to Mars in the first place? I went to go uh, see my friends, the aliens. But they're my friends. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. Oh, well, that makes sense. Anyway, where are you? I'm currently back on Mars. I, I kind of fell because the explosion kind of launched me to the ground. Just, it's just disintegrates. It brings no explosion. Oh, I thought you said it exploded. That's no, the whole it's disintegration. It's a disintegration. Oh, okay. Well, I, I kind of just flew back down to Earth and used my infrared scanner. Sorry, Mars. I used my infrared scanner to track your location because apparently the aliens are cold-blooded. Ah, yes, but... I don't know if anyone caught that earlier when I said we aliens, because I was wearing an alien spacesuit the entire time, which, because I didn't want them to know, is a outside out, out outside outside the spacesuit. It's cold blooded, so that way they would notice. So I look exactly like them, <laughs> and if you can't tell, they all look exactly the same, except they all have different number of hair. Ah, so I just looked for one with the exact same amount of hair as another one, and sadly, thus I found you. No, it doesn't work that way, because they're very picky about people counting their hair, because that's like asking them, who are you? <laughs> so, they're really offended by those questions, because they're open-ended and confusing. So, no, that won't work, sadly. And you're constantly... Getting, trying to get stabbed in the back while doing it, so... That's fair. Because now you got no Spartan suit on. Well, then. By this time, the uh, space colony that I was working towards uh, figured out that I have not retur uh, returned any of their calls, so they decided to come check up on me. And they broke through your energy shield after losing poor Private Ryan. 
<laughs> Dude. Wow. And they come down to the planet, use the same tactic that I did, except I'm not trying to hide from them, so they can read my infrared signature and they come rescue me. After, and then, we decide to go full star killer and destroy the entire planet. Try Sadly, scientists stepped in and said, uh, 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 nah, you don't do that. But, yeah, while you were on the planet, I redoubled the power on the force field using guinea pigs. And now they can't escape. And signals now also can't escape, so you couldn't actually give any information back to Earth. Except a small snippet that said, we want to destroy Mars. And they're like, why would we want to do that with us on it? Anyway, we move on. You're trapped on Mars. Again? No, I already escaped. No, you didn't escape because I redoubled the shield while you were, while they were rescuing you. Oh, so now I'm trapped with my space colony. Yeah. Okay. So, now we're gonna do this giant battle thing where I send my aliens and you send your humans. Wrong. You send my, your aliens against my quote-unquote aliens. We, luckily, had the exact same spacesuit you had. So now it's alien versus alien, which means you can't order your aliens to turn against us because they will not attack their own kind. Sadly, since you said you're using the same suit I am, I know how those suits work. So I created a device which in all my aliens' goggles, because now they have Spartan armor from the armor that, thank you, you gave us. So now we... Uh, I inputted their program into the goggles to tell which one's real and which one's fake, and they hunt you down. Don't you mean we hunt them down with energy swords? If they now have Spartan armor, then apparently we also have Covenant energy swords, which is like the one greatest danger a Spartan can face because it can one-shot them. This and we increase the battery so now they don't die after 10 hits. Well, one problem. You remember that thing from earlier that I said about EMPs? They don't apply to Spartan armor because they are specifically designed to not be affected by EMPs. But energy swords. Now, energy, that sounds like something an EMP would stop. So your energy swords are useless on this planet. And now we hunt you down with our laser rifles. Slowly hunting everyone last everyone down until you're the only one left. Explosion. Your EMP generator has been destroyed by an orbital, by a semi-orbital, sub-orbital strike from our spaceship, which we still had, because we came down a spaceship to rescue me. This is true. So we still have a spaceship that can somewhat fly in orbit. So we use that to orbital strike your generator, which means our energy swords turn on at one last problem. second before any of us one, die one problem with and that. slice your spark. Uh, most spaceships these days are flown by computers. Which are electricity and blocked by EMPs. But it is mandatory for all spaceships of five five meters in plus in size. Sorry, I mean I meant yards. I mean yards to have a pilot always at the bridge in such in case of such events. Which means no, my spaceship did not fall. Mm, all right, that's reasonable. So now I've got no generators, and your laser swords are active again. And we go back to hunting luckily, you down instead. Luckily, we've already killed a few of your teammates. Ah, ah, ah. I specifically stated that the energy swords came back online before anyone had died. Thus, we still lost some in the battle, but you lost more. That's probably true. But uh, we now have energy swords of our own, and are now... Now our you teams are You had to hunt us in a body. 
which means we were in we were in one area. We weren't yeah. spread out. So you don't have energy swords because any energy swords you would have grabbed would then be controlled by would we would then shoot you down or slice you down. The only way you can get our technology is because is stealing it. By yeah, copying so it. we stole it from you. Okay. And killed you with it. <laughs> so now it's just me and you in a battle in a battlefield filled with dead aliens because and Spartans. We are monsters. I feel really bad about myself and decide to head to Australia. No, Canada, where I can learn from those nice people. So now I'm back on Earth in Canada. I wear a bandana and go exploring the galaxy in my cowboy spaceship. Yep. Sadly, that spaceship had a tracker slash bomb on it, so I tracked you to your location and blew you up. Because I, the Canadians taught me you should feel bad, but you should do it anyway because it's fun. Anyway. <laughs> really bad life. Canada for you. Really bad life advice. Probably not real Canadians because they were Canadians on Pluto. Canadians. How do you say that? <laughs> Canadians. Canadians, thank you. As they were Canadians on Pluto, not Earth, so... Anyway, I had rebuilt my Spartan suit, suit, so when you destroyed my spaceship, I was able to survive in space with a bandana on my armor. Yes, nice. Is it a bandana? Yeah, it's, it's a, a bandana. The one that goes around your head? Yeah. And... Yeah, okay. That one. But it's ah, nice. nice. Well, I jump out of my uh, ship with an energy sword that I stole from your dead aliens. Also, when you jump out of your ship, you are surprised to find that not only am I wearing a bandana, I am wearing a tie. And a Spartan suit. And a Spartan suit. So I, I look really janky. And I also have a tie, tie with a DK on it and a DK bandana too. Oh, so your word of janky confuses me. I, I, I'm I so find sad. Your, I find your use of janky disturbing. Sure. That's what you want. Well, I'm coming at you with a laser sword, so... Not only do you have a laser sword, but I have a lightsaber. I spent years trying to build a lightsaber while you were learning from the Knanadans. Is that what you called them? Yes, it is. I called them Knanadans. Now move on. <laughs> so I have a lightsaber, you have an energy sword. And <laughs> it has already been proven that lightsabers are far superior because of their sheer mobility. It's like a rapier versus a broadsword. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you more in a battle where one hit kills. Yes. And guess what? Energy swords have this really neat thing when you get in range, you dash up to them and hit them before they can block. But I have the four lightsabers. That's oh, how lightsabers so, work. so you pre-sense the precognition. You pre-sense the attack and attack me blocking it and I bounce off. Also, Sweet. we're in the orbit of Alpha Centauri, so we're slowly falling down to the surface of the planet. Which is glorious, because I positioned my spaceship right below me, so as I was knocked back, I fell back into my spaceship, and you're falling into the planet. That's fair. This is a great cinematic shot. Yep. It's like in Halo 4. Oh my gosh, he's falling yes. into the planet. Except I don't have this massive wreckage bomb. Yeah, and you also don't have that time bomb on you that you... He, he didn't have that time bomb like you do. Oh, do, 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 boom! The, uh, I threw... Before the time bomb exploded, I had thrown it down in front of me. So that way, when <laughs> it exploded, it actually launched me back up slightly to continue breaking my fall. Ah, 
So now nice. I lost like all, all my momentum, and now I'm halfway down to planet surface. This so is true. You just helped me. Uh, mostly, but the uh, time bomb wasn't the only thing that I left. I also put a uh, bug on your thruster that activates your thruster constantly. So as you're falling, your thruster is pushing you down much further than if you'd just been free falling. I just lose the thruster. Like, after it fires once, I just chuck it off of me. Alright, so now you hit the ground, and I fall down in my nice No, spaceship. no, 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 who said I hit the ground? That's fair. I hit the ground. <laughs> you hit the ground, and I come down to my spaceship and start blasting you with my spaceship. Well, luckily, I have... I had, Before you were able to come down, I had set up a stabilized energy shield, which is a lot stronger than a mobile energy shield. So I am able to successfully block your attack. Fair, fair. But then I just decide to crash my ship into you and parachute at the back. So I'm pretty sure Actually, your energy shield won't unique, block. Due to the unique atmosphere of Alpha Centauri, there is a slight magnetic field surrounding the surface of Alpha Centauri. So you actually can't crash the spaceship within one, um, no, I'd say about 30 feet of the surface. Interesting. more than enough space. Interesting, because I made my thing out of diamonds. I built the spaceship out of diamonds because of on Pluto, with the Canadians, there is lots of diamonds, and they just built everything out of diamonds. So I've got a sp diamond spaceship now, which is impervious to electromagnetic pulses. So I still crash into you with a ship of diamonds, supercharged by supernova. Because I can. Actually, because of your unique choice of materials for your spaceship, the moment it tried to hit something, aka my energy shield, it would have shattered. That's why it was supercharged by a supernova. Because it basically gives me the best of both worlds, and it basically and has you, its and own you energy shield. at the last second, right? Not last second, I just parachute out the back after I've set uh, in stone. I literally stuck wedges in all the so there's nothing you can do to change their direction. Well, when you land, I appear beside you with a pistol and fire. Uh, I had a diamond suit as well, which reflects laser blasts. Who said this was a laser? I simply said pistol. You should have assumed it was a Glock, bro. Good point. It's a, My armor is also charged by a super, super nova, so... Uh, it just absorbs it. But due to the unique atmosphere of Alpha Centauri, <laughs> the magnetic field surrounding Alpha Centauri disrupts charging things with a supernova. It's already charged. It's already been charged. Explain your charging process. Because I put a bunch of diamonds in the, next to a supernova with a special property that absorbs power, and it basically creates an energy field inside itself that only activates when the diamonds uh, are near breaking point. Yeah. Luckily, this was a phase bullet. I was laughing at you the entire time because this is actually a gun that shoots two bullets. The regular bullet that you blocked and the phase bullet, which will go through anything with more with less than a 0, .00, 0.000001 transparency, which diamonds do, but your skull does not. So now the bullet is now embedded in your skull. Let me ask you something, Dental. If you shine a light through your nose, does it come out the other side? 
know. Like, a little bit. Can you see the light coming from my nose? I'm shining a flashlight into my nose. Is my nose red? No. Not at all. What about my ears? I can't. You are shining. Wait. Let me, let me show you. Is my, are my ears red? Mm. Oh. Yes. So, that means light should be shining through them, right? Yes. So they have... A slight transparency to them. But not your forehead. Alright, fine. I'll move on from that argument, which was flawed, to this argument, which is that how much space is in between, madam? That's fair. So, it's mostly air anyway, so it just goes right through everything. Wrong. And blasts across the universe. Wrong. Just because there is mo an atom is made of mostly empty space does not mean light can't go through it. I specifically stated light going through it. Transparency. So that means, regardless, it's measured on if light can go through it, not how much empty space there is. Alright, fine. You've blocked me on two points so far, but the third one is invincible, and you should just move on. So, I, I said diamonds, right? I did. Diamonds are shiny, aren't they? Yeah. I did. You said, like, light. Light reflects off of diamonds. We move on. It reflects back at you, destroying your gun. I... That's not how this bullet works. That's exactly how this bullet works. Move on. I can think of more things, but you just need to move on at this point. It's right. a plausible explanation. Alright. The bullet shatters my gun, exploding, exploding, launching both of us 30 feet away. Sadly, my boots are made of iron. Not the magnetic kind. I demagnetized these years ago. And so I just stand there and take the full heat of the blast in my supercharged diamond armor suit. So, the hold, hold up. <laughs> what did iron boots have to do with not no, no knockback? Like, how did the iron boots give you no knockback? Because I turned on a button that made them magnetic. And so they connected to oh. the magnetic field of the planet um. and held me there. I specifically stated that the magnetic field repels. Yes, this is an electromagnetic. I can turn it. I can flip it. So I flipped it, so it pulls. Okay, I, I flipped the poles. <laughs> all right, that's fair. I used the machine that I had set up around Alpha Centauri's core at the at the same time as the explosion. So bullet button. Um, that actually allowed me to change the polarity. Oh, you flipped the pole. Scott. I flipped the pole. So now it actually launched you into space. For no breath. No, it didn't no launch me into space. It launched me into the air. I turned it off and landed on you with my giant iron boots. I was 30 feet away. Exactly. You launched straight up. Yeah. But like you said, 30 feet is as high as it would go. Because 30 feet would prevent it. I remember things, Daniel. <laughs> so you launched me 30 feet. I turned it off and fall on your face with my giant metal boots. Well, I simply roll out of the way. Mm, nice. That was a hologram. I landed two feet that way, so I'd still land on your face. I am very good at predicting your moves. <laughs> that you are. But if you are good at predicting my moves, that means I am equally as good at predicting your moves. So I, I put up an energy shield right before you landed. Nice. Like a Smash Bros. Character. I would have just said I didn't. Uh, the hologram rolled and I didn't roll, but you know. So you put up a hologram. You put uh, up energy shield. You put up an energy shield, but energy shields are made out of energy, right? Yeah. And machines. And 
the very, very strong electromagnetic field around the planet would disable your machines, right? Because it's kind of like an uh, EMP. Uh, uh. If I had already set up a machine that can reverse the polarity of the magnetic field of Alpha Centauri, that means I already know how to make machines that won't be disrupted by the magnetic field of Alpha Centauri. So you can assume that my energy shield survives. Oh, that's a good assumption. I land on your energy field, slide off, and land on your What's feet. What's an energy field? Energy field. I land on your energy field, slide off, and land on your feet. So now your feet are crushed by my giant metal boots. Or is this oh. a much larger energy field? Because I was imagining this like a shield that, like, no, like a... I, I, I distinctly referenced Smash Bros. Oh, that kind of energy so shield. So it's like a bubble. Oh, so you're standing up, not lying down. Yes. Okay. I, ro I rolled like a Smash Bros. character and created a shield like a Smash Bros. character. Unlike a Smash Bros. character, though, I no longer have, I don't have the percentage that launches me. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> uh, like a Smash Bros. character, though, your shield takes damage. So when I land on you on your metal boots, the shield explodes and you get dizzy. So I just punch you in the face really hard. Uh, I go flying 100 feet like a Smash Bros. character. <laughs> but I don't fall off the map, unlike a Smash Bros. character. Because there's no set camera, yada yada yada. We move on. You get launched really far and take heavy damage, so now you got a bruised uh, cheek and a lost tooth. I fly into a large tree that then falls on top of both of us, so you get caught. I thought you said you launched like 100 feet. Yeah, it's a really tall tree. And you knocked we this... like on the outskirts of a jungle or something. And you knocked this thing down. Yes, I hit it, and it, it was already all kind of on a cliff, kind of leaning, so when I hit it, it kind of just did the rest, and it just fell on top of you. I was able to roll out of the way before. I was able to roll out of the way before I it landed on you. But it landed on you because the branches are much larger, and that's exactly. And you were right where the branches are, and mm. it like crushed you that way. Well, sadly, you picked a rotted tree. And it just. Out of all the trees in the forest! Yep. It was a rotted tree, so it just kind of crumbled and turned sawdust before it hit either of us. At the force I hit it, it probably just exploded. Yeah, it did. So, I think that's we're going to call a day covered in sawdust and leaves and rotted tree. Yep. Alright, this has been Think Wars. Thank you for listening to our stupidity for 30 minutes. Yeah, Goodbye. That was a long time. It's over? No, it's not pausing. <laughs> we're leaving that in. We're, no, we're, we can't. We're leaving it no. in.